Hello, you're watching the Light Novels free video series on the theology of the body. In this video, we're going to talk about the structure of the theology of the body. We are your hosts. I am Jeremy Hossotter. And I'm Guillermo Moreno. So to look at the big picture, we have 133 general audiences. What's a general audience, Guillermo? A general audience is the homily that Pope John Paul II gave it once a week during Wednesdays. So every Wednesday for about five years, I believe, he dedicated the homily to a particular part of the theology of the body. And he went in basically chronological order from beginning to end. And um, the audience is the homily that he gave awesome etc yeah oh, that's good thank you so we have 133 wednesday homilies essentially mm -hmm. and these homilies are broken up into two parts each part consists of three chapters and so there's a total of six chapters and the chapters are further divided into sections, and some of those sections have subsections. We didn't list the number of subsections, just sections. Correct. And you can see here, chapter one has seven sections, and this involves the first 23 audiences, one through 23. Chapter two is um, audience 24 through 63, so on and so forth. If you're wondering, part one, that's the first audience through the 86th. Part two is 87 through 133. All that you can see right here. One thing that might seem a little trippy is that you have six chapters, but we have this reusing of chapter one, two, and three. Just keep in mind that there's a chapter one, two, and three for part one, and then chapter one, two, and three for part two. Don't think it as chapters four, five, and six. Just kind of one of those peculiarities. Mm -hmm. And in some circles of study for the theology of the body, they refer to the chapters as cycles, but rather than titling them as the translation, the English translation of the theology of the body does, chapters one, two, three, and then one, two, three, they are referred to chronologically as cycles one, two, three, four, five, and six. So what would be chapter one on part two, it would be referred to as cycle four and so forth. All right. Now that's a great point about calling them cycles versus chapters. I mm -hmm. appreciate that. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on. So part one, chapter one, we mentioned has six sections or seven sections, my bad. And in general, we can see kind of the outline of the entire chapter. We have this question was meant by beginning. And then we have all these concepts that are examined, original solitude, unity, nakedness, gift, knowledge, procreation, and the appendix, or I guess we I think I should have called it conclusion. 
and we can see we have the various audiences listed next to them. Um, when we look at, say, section four, it says 13.1. That means audience 13 and then, I guess, paragraph one or article one. That's a good way to put it because the articles sometimes are made up of more than one paragraph. Yeah, I was just thinking that we should yeah. say audience 13, then article, because if you refer to paragraphs, sometimes the numbering includes several paragraphs, so you don't want to be confused. That's better. And it's even better than section because, as you showed in the previous slide, um, that there are different sections within the outline of the theology of the body. Right. So, chapter two. Here we have um, it's called Christ's appeal to the human heart. It begins with a discussion of the Sermon of the Mount. Then it moves into the topic of the who is this man of concupiscence, where we talk about how concupiscence comes with shame. This concept of insight insatiability of the conjugal union and the corruption of the spousemy of the body. We then have kind of the ethical component, the commandment of the Sermon on Mount and where does the heart stand? This is not all of um, chapter two because I could not fit it all nicely on the slide. So look at the, here's the second half where you have the remaining eight section or the remaining four sections where we talk about that kind of ethos how does this all relate to the redemption of the body and the how to apply the purity of heart this appendix is i find one of the more one of the fascinating um parts of the entire theology of the body because here he's going to talk about Kind of the theology of the body and application to the media, photography, painting, films, etc. And so there's a lot of um, great things there for helping guide us in our porn crazed culture. Excellent. Chapter three. Um, Guillermo, you want to take over? So chapter three is made up of these three parts. The resurrection of the body as reality of the future world and continents for the kingdom of heaven with the conclusion of part one, the redemption of the body. Now, of course, uh, JP2 Yes, he does rely on the words of Christ, as we have seen. And then he also relies on just other parts of the New Testament. So we see that he relies on Paul uh, quite a bit in both of these parts of when Christ appeals to the resurrection. And as we can see, we have the specific TOB audiences within those um three different parts so the first one's audience is 64 through 72 the second one 73 through 85 and 
lastly, audience 86. Right. And uh, just real quick, I, yeah. Yeah, uh, just one last thing I would like to specify is the different topics that are addressed in these separate parts. So in part one, um, oh, it looks like there's a reference to the synoptics. He is not God of the dead, but God of the living. Now, to not jump too far ahead, I'll go ahead and I'll leave that one at that. And then we have the Pauline interpretation of the resurrection. Interesting, because, of course, the resurrection, it's a dogma of our faith. And here we have these different um, parts of the Bible that allude to the resurrection, because the next part consists of Christ's words. Um, yeah, also about the resurrection. And lastly, we have Paul's understanding of the relation between virginity and marriage. All right. Yeah, thank you, Guillermo. Mm -hmm. Let's see here. Part two, chapter one. Do you want to continue, Guillermo? Part two, chapter one. The three parts are uh, Ephesians 5, 21 through 33, sacrament and mystery, and sacrament and the redemption of the body. Now, I, I should have mentioned that the chapter that we're looking at is called the dimension of covenant and grace. So uh, just a key distinction between these, the two main parts of the theology of the body is that first we look at Christ's words, but now we're looking at what I would, not that Christ's words aren't theological, but I think that when we talk about covenant and grace, those are, in my opinion, or in my thought process, more theology-related concepts. So, um, and as we've alluded to previously, covenant describes um, a relationship, namely the relationship between ourselves, the people of God, and God. What about our relationship with God has to do with our bodies? Well, that that's a very that's a very interesting um link or or connection to think about. And then what comes to mind when we think of ourselves as children of God? That means God's life in us. And I jumped a little far ahead. I think. But that's what grace uh, consists of. Basically, this chapter takes these aspects of our faith and look, here's what makes our bodies theological. Coming from this particular angle of dimension of covenant and grace. Awesome. Thank you for that. Irma. Thank you. So let's see. Chapter two, the dimension of sign. And here we're gonna, JP2 is gonna introduce the concept of what he calls the language of the body and the reality of the sign. And he's gonna apply this to two books of the Old Testament, the Song of Songs and on Tobit. And I guess without really diving into the contents, because we're going to be doing that anyways with the videos, I will say that the 
this chapter, those reflections on the Song of Psalms and Tobit were for me very life-changing because they were so beautiful what JP2 had to say. Um, is that what your experience was, Guillermo? Um, uh, to be honest, all of it was life-changing for me. <laughs> just, just all of it. That's true. All of it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, I am tempted to jump the gun. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll go ahead and wait for these audiences because of course, um, yeah, they are beautiful. Yeah. And what I want to, what I want to say is that these were some of the audiences that were either partially or not at all disclosed to the public, were they? There were That's some true. audiences that he held back from publicly uh, not producing, sharing, for lack of other words. Yeah. And some of them actually also have alternative versions that were mm. presented. Okay. Yeah. That's something we'll go into further detail yes, yes. when those audiences come up. Okay. Yeah. That is an interesting thing about this chapter is not everything was actually presented. Correct. And then you do get these alternate versions. All right. And then the last chapter, he gave them the law of life as their inheritance. And so here we kind of get kind of a conclusion with an outline of the ethical problem and what he calls conjugal spirituality. And of course, the very last audience, which concludes the theology of the body. Um, did you have any last comments, Guillermo? Is this more of a question uh, for is this where he more directly alludes to Humanae Vitae? I would assume so. I don't remember offhand. Yeah, I believe so, because he gave them the law of life. Okay, look, here is the... Here's your... I don't know if destiny is the right way to put it, but here's your mission. Okay, here's your mission. Now do it. And what was that mission? Be fruitful and multiply. How does Humanae Vitae uh build off of this or how does humane vitae fall into this yeah okay yeah and in a little fact better. just looking at it humane vitae is a major theme of there we go this chapter all right mm -hmm. most of the references of humane vitae in the entirety of theology body is right here excellent in fact, 31 out of 37 references of Humanae Vitae are in this chapter. Oh, okay. So that says something right there about what where, this where theology of body is headed. You know, I guess that's a good thing to keep in mind is kind of the climate or the culture. Because you have Vatican II that refused to state a position on contraceptives. Instead, the council said, we'll have a commission come out and do a study on it. Well, 
the report of that commission was leaked to the press that showed um, support for contraception. And then, so the whole, uh, the, everyone believed that the church was going to change her position on contraception because of this report. And then you get Paul VI and Humane Vitae who said, no, we're going to affirm their traditional teaching. And in it, Paul VI rejected contraception because contraception is an intrinsically evil action. And that caused outrage and chaos in the church. Yeah. And part of the task of the theology of the body is to give the a integral vision of man in terms of ethics and anthropology for understanding the teachings of humane vitae that's the task of this um series of wednesday audiences um did you have any last thoughts Guillermo? nope all right with that, we're going to say thank you for watching this video. It was a little limited in that we we're just pretty much talking about the structure of the book itself, which is important, but also not too much to say. A lot of foreshadowing. It's good to keep in mind, though, what it was comprised of and how it is organized. So thank you for watching our video. If you have been enjoying our content, please subscribe to our social media, like, subscribe, comment, and share. Please consider making a financial donation. If you have been enjoying our content, you can support us through either PayPal or Patreon. Your financial support goes towards maintaining our website and to our ability to purchase resources in order to continue our research and provide you great materials such as our videos and our articles. You can find our articles on laynovelestreet.com in addition to our podcast. Um, Guillermo, do you have more information about our podcast? Yes. Now, in our other podcast series, we talk about other topics, just a variety of kinds of topics, including trends in culture and politics. And we upload our episodes onto Buzzsprout.com. You can find the link to our page on Buzzsprout, on Buzzsprout at lenovelesprit.com. And you can listen to us directly on Buzzsprout or use it to find us and other popular podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. All right. Um, you can find all of our social media at lenovelesprit.com slash subscribe. All of our social media information is there in case you get lost with everything we have. Um, did you have anything else you'd like to say, Guillermo? I would just like to ask our viewers and listeners to keep us and our mission in your prayers. Yeah, please. Um, yeah, please remember to pray for us. And with that, I'm going to say goodbye. Bye, everyone. God bless.